right, thank you, Coach. Gonna, uh, open up with questions. We'll start with Mike Reese, followed by Alex Barth. Good morning, Bill. Um, as, as we talk today, are, are things looking good for a regular week of practice for you guys? Day-to-day, uh, -day, Mike. We'll go day-by-day. Day. Yeah. And uh, along those lines, a um, couple opportunities for IR guys to potentially come back this week. Any sense on where David Andrews is in that regard? Day-to-day. -day. We are day-to-day -day on everything. Yep. And uh, Carl Davis, uh, just, we haven't had a chance to really ask you about him. I know he hasn't even really been in the building if I'm or maybe he has been I don't know where that is but what what sort of drew you to him in terms of um I know you guys had some personnel shortage there but what what does he what traits does he have that make you want to work with him I guess yeah he's got some experience and he's available next question Alex Barth followed by Phil Perry hey Bill good morning um, I think you've talked about this before in the past, like five or six years ago, but uh, I was trying to go back and find it. How much prep do you guys do week to week in terms of the officials and their tendencies and things like that? Is that something you guys look into specifically when it comes to uh, challenges? Uh, yeah, we look at the officials every week. Thanks. Yeah, when, I mean, I wouldn't say it's something that, you know, we spend like, five hours a day on, but we look at them every week and we talk about uh, going into the game, what we know, and and obviously each game is different, uh, but you know, I think there are some general things that we can uh, make our, our players and coaches aware of. As far as replay, I mean, I'm not really sure what you're talking about there. Um, you know, I mean, ultimately, a lot of those calls end up back in New York, so it's the same guy. I don't know what we're really, I'm not sure what, what we're doing there. Not not all of them, but, you know, in the end, you know, it's Al Riveron, so it's not really it's the same person. Next question, Phil Perry, followed by Ben Bowen. Bill, I know you mentioned yesterday um, the way teams have sort of played Kim's running ability has opened some other things up for you guys. Um, have you seen it open things up for you all in, in the passing game? And, and how have you felt about the team's ability to maybe take advantage of those things? Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, it's, you know, that's a little bit of a week-to-week -week question. Um, you know, Cam didn't play against Kansas City, and then, you know, last week was – different kind of week so we'll we'll see how it goes going forward next question ben vaughn followed by chris ryan uh good morning bill uh two quick ones for you today um given what you guys have been through the past few weeks is there any thought to just doing away with like in-person meetings doing virtual meetings as a full-time policy just staggering guys and not like going to those more intensive protocols just as a full-time thing? Uh, yeah, we looked at a lot of different options and we've been through um, different scenarios. So yeah, ultimately we'll try to 
do what we feel is best in all areas. So that would be a combination of things, and we'll, we'll as we, as I said, we'll just take it day by day then. Are you guys hoping to do more in person this week, or are you planning on more virtual stuff? Right now, we're day by day. We're Tuesday, so we'll see where things are today on Tuesday and, and make decisions on Wednesday when we know more on Tuesday and so forth. It'll just be day by day. Uh, all right, quick question about your opponent. I've got the 49ers coming to town. Uh, obviously, you know the quarterback very well, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, what have you seen uh, of him on tape in the few years that he's now been in San Francisco? Do you see um, a very similar quarterback? Has he worked on something? What are you seeing out of Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, well, I think we all know Jimmy's you know, a quality player, can do all the things that a, a good quarterback needs to do. Um, you know, led the 49ers the NFC Championship last year. Uh, you know, that's really, you know, we saw a little bit of him at the end of the year last year uh, in preparation for this game and, and uh, of course, the 2020 games that, that he's played in. So, you know, I don't think there's any question about his skill level and, and, um, and what he's been able to accomplish and what their team's been able to accomplish. So uh, we'll, we'll be ready for his best. I'm sure we'll get it. And, He's got, got a lot, does a lot of things well. <clears throat> Looks like two final questions. Uh, Chris Ryan and Mike Giardi. And uh, uh, Josh McDaniels has started in Michael's room. Morning, Bill. Uh, you were effusive of uh, your praise of uh, George Kittle uh, yesterday with the, the San Francisco media. And I'm curious as to how you've seen the, the tight end position evolve over the years and what role do you think Gronk had in that? And also uh, Mark Bavaro in your time with the, uh, with the Giants as you ranked him as good as anybody um, you've ever seen in regards to Kittle. Yeah, well, there have been a lot of great tight ends through the years. And um... I would just say Kittle is, is very impressive. He does everything well. Um, you know, it's hard to compare his career with other players um, that, you know, have played 10, 12 years uh, and so forth. But what he's able to do and what he's done um, in, in our exposures to him is, is pretty impressive. He's, he's very good at everything, passing game, running game, run after catch, blocking. Um, effort, big playability, you know, you name it. Uh, he's he pretty much excels in every area. So, um, you know, I think when you look at complete tight ends, um, you know, he would you know, he certainly stacks up there to this point uh, from what he's been able to do with you know just about anybody, and you know, certainly put uh, you know guys like Bavaro and and going back to. You know, earlier in, in pro football, 60s, 70s, 80s, where tight ends did everything, there was no receiving tight end or blocking tight end. Those guys, um, you know, they they lined up there for every play, the John Mackeys and the Mike Ditkas and, and great players like that that are in the Hall of Fame. They lined up on every play and blocked and ran and caught and made big plays and blocked defensive ends and everything else. So... Um, you know, you don't see as many of those type of players these days. Um, but certainly Kittle looks like he could, you know, do everything that you would want a tight end to do. Is that the type of player that you prioritize in terms of talent 
acquisition and what have you seen from uh from Izzo in that realm well again you're talking about some of the players that i mentioned are you know hall of fame players um and again i would don't think it's it's definitely you know too early to talk about kittle in that range but again based on what he's done in his career to this point i think he's as good as anybody i've seen um so you know maybe not as good as Mackey, but i mean you know you could put him up there with with just about anybody you want to put him up there with in terms of blocking receiving everything else um you know bavaro was you know was a great great blocker um and a, and a top receiver but i would say kittle's ability in the passing game is pretty pretty special so you know he's he's a great player you know but we'll get a chance to look at him in person on sunday thanks bill final question uh, mike giardi bill when you're preparing for their running game how much of an eye do you have to keep on samuel and, and Ayuk and their willingness to hand it off to them multiple times from multiple different formations yeah they get everybody involved in the running game um you know they they handed the tight ends receivers backs um they run multiple personnel groupings with the fullback with no fullback with three receivers two receivers um so they give you a lot of different looks uh they're very well coached they have a good scheme they're sound uh, they're fundamentally very good, and uh, Coach Shanahan does a great job of attacking defenses by, um, you know, creating formations and conflicts that uh, are hard defensively, and and he could take advantage of them in a number of different ways. And then, of course, they make some big plays in the passing game as well, um, you know, by by setting up those things in a running game. So. They're well coached. Uh, they're very good fundamentally. Uh, they have an explosive group of players, and yeah, they put pressure on you across the board. Uh, certainly, the receivers carrying the ball is, you know, something that you've got to you've got to defend. But um, there's a lot of other things you got to defend too. So it's that's the whole problem with San Francisco. Is it's not about stopping one guy or one play or one player. It's it's about you know, being able to play good defense, good team defense, and, you know, everybody's got to hold up and do their job, and that's that's challenging at, at all the positions, quarterback, tight end, running back, wide receiver, um, and a good offensive line, and as I said, very, very well coached. So it's, uh, that's, you know, you, you can see why they, they won the NFC last year, and uh, offensively they've, they've, got a, they've got a strong group. All right. Thanks, everyone. Yep.